So if I ran a poll and I said, what was the, one of the very first things that you heard when you got into the saddle that has remained relevant and stuck with you to this day? I can bet you heels down would probably win. It is so important and yet it's also very often very misunderstood by a lot of riders and I want to talk about it today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And what better place to start that conversation than with the heels down? Because as I said, it was probably one of the very first things you heard on the very first day you ever rode. It is that important, okay? And it's something that riding instructors the world over repeat if if they could make a recording. Of, of themselves and just play it heels down would definitely come up i would say trumps over everything else heels down heels down but what is heels down and are there different degrees of heels down if you took somebody in dressage and somebody in eventing why would it look different and then throw a show jumper into the mix and it would probably look different again and you've all these different elements of heels down and yet they all are heels down that's what i want to chat about today so first and foremost it is important to recognize that the degree or the angle of how much your heel is going to be down so there's an angle there between your foot and your ankle okay that that joint what that's going to look like is going to depend on your unique circumstance and situation okay but what is important is one of the reasons heels down is kind of maybe say it is because it's a very easy visualization for people to grasp when you say heels down you know what it means it means push your heels down okay whereas when you say let the weight drop into your heels that's different and when you're only learning to ride that is a little bit confusing isn't it let the weight drop into me what weight there's weight dropping nowhere i'm sitting on the saddle and have my foot in the stirrup what weight are you talking about? But you see, at the end of the day, heels down really is allowing the weight to drop into your heel. That's that's the way that that's what it is. That's what it all winds up being. Okay, and the varying degrees of that weight and how it then looks is going to differ depending on what you're doing. Okay, and this is why you'll often see many dressage riders. If you could look, if if we could kind of look at the sole of their shoe or their boot as they are in the in the saddle it would almost be parallel to the floor to the ground and then you would look at maybe an event rider and there is a very very obvious degree of flexion and bend through the the joint there between the foot and and the ankle and then you would look at maybe a show jumper and it would depend on what they're doing and what part of the exercise they're riding at any given point to the degree and the weight that's going to be dropped down into the heel but what is important is that it's all to do with the weight and the heel okay and that's where I want you to begin thinking about this and focusing when you're on your horse so the first thing is um, your foot in the stirrup where and how your foot is positioned in the stirrup is going to have a big impact on the weight in your heels okay and how that's working so very often we have too much of our foot in the stirrup okay and people tend to think of it as okay the stirrup iron goes at the ball of my foot Eh, it does and it doesn't there's an angle you see it's not straight across your foot if you could put your foot into the stirrup it would not kind of draw a line right the way across your foot it's it's diagonal the angle has changed as a 45 degree angle and it's more from the ball of your foot to the toenail of your little toe 
Okay, there's a visual for you. But um, that is really and truly the way that your that your foot should be in the stirrup, okay? As opposed to going from one side of your foot directly across to the other side of your foot, okay? It's, it's, a, it's a diagonal, it's a 45 degree angle. So I want you to think about that. The next thing is your lower leg position is going to dictate the weight into your heel. So if you're riding more defensively, let's say you're on a young horse or, or you're on you're on a naughty horse, and you can just feel there's a lot of enthusiasm there, okay? And you can feel it. And you can also feel that your horse is just getting ready to demonstrate exactly how enthusiastic he is about whatever it is you're going to be doing, okay? And more defensive lower leg position is fine. In fact, I would highly recommend it in that situation, okay? And all that means is that your lower leg will go more forward, okay? Um, and, it, and, and in doing so, your heel and your heels being down, so the weight into your heel becomes a lot more pronounced, okay? It becomes really obvious. Your heel will be right down. You'll push the weight down into your heel. And that allows you to basically then use your leg and particularly your thighs, which seems a little odd, but it does. It's your thighs they kind of act as a brace in case your horse does decide to do a handstand okay you've got that bracing um, kind of a feeling going on there so that's important to, to recognize but for the most part if your horse is being his normal wonderful self on any given day you would want that your lower leg is under you okay so you've got that line you know the line the head shoulder hip heel line and one of the ways that you can see if you are really and truly abiding by that line when you're riding is that when you are in the saddle you should only be able to see your tippy toes if you look down at your knee okay so let's say you see your knees if you're in the saddle now you can give a little look see you should only be able to see your tippy toes from where you are so as you're sitting in the saddle look down glance down look at your knee look past your knee down to the ground and you'll be able to see your tippy toe if you can see the stirrup iron if you can see um, your the whole of your foot or, or even a good part of your foot, your lower leg's too far forward. And similarly, I would say if you cannot see your tippy toes, your lower leg's probably too far back. Now, this is a very big generalization, but it is kind of an easy way that you can really at a quick glance see if your lower leg is in the right place, okay? So have a look at that, okay? So from there, you want to then begin to do some exercises. Once you've figured out that the degree of the stirrup angle on your foot or the degree your foot is in the stirrup angle and how it's crossing over each other um, is correct and that you've got your lower leg in the right place you want to then begin to do some exercises in order to feel the weight into your heel and one of the easiest ways to do this is to simply stand up and down okay now I am going to give you a challenge if you're riding right now okay I want you to ask your horse to halt so prepare for it ask for it properly get a good quality halt and then from there I want you to just do a couple of stationary up downs okay and I want you to notice how there is a tendency for your lower leg to shoot forward and I also want you to begin feeling and noticing how when you stand on your heel and this is key when you stand on your heel and then when you use that with your lower leg okay so when you kind of engage your lower leg and you stand on your heel you're not standing on the stirrup iron you're standing on your heel if you've got good quality pair of riding boots on and um, your foot will not slip out of the stirrups if your foot is slipping out of the stirrups go invest in a pair of threads for your stirrup irons they're cheap and cheerful 
they'll fix that problem for you chop chop but um just have a look and stand on your heel and then notice how there is kind of a double thing happening so you're engaging the lower leg but at the same time you're you're weighting down on your heel okay now i want you to practice doing that a few times and what's really important is just like aerobics it's the coming down part you want to pay attention to not the going up part okay the going up part's often quite easy it's the down part nice and gently down and back up again and then you can do that same exercise in walk and in trot and even if you want to encounter okay but walking and trotting is usually sufficient um, and just noticing the weight into the heel that you're standing on your heel and that your lower leg is remaining secure that it's not it's not kind of doing the hokey pokey really you know in out in out shake it all about we don't want that we want it nice and secure in the saddle now we want it secure from the perspective that you're not gripping with it your legs are not vice grips okay so you don't grip with it but you do want to engage it so you just want to be very and i would say in this kind of as we talk about this here engaging just means that you're very mindful of it and you're not allowing it to shoot forward because there will be a tendency for it if you just leave things up to their own devices it may indeed shoot forward okay so from there you can do that now the next thing you could do is also going into a light seat so all you're doing here is you're standing and if you think about it your bum is going to just come up so it's up off the saddle and you're going to reverse it back a little bit and in doing so the only way you'll find you're able to balance your body is by closing the angle of your hips okay so you're going to bring your upper body down slightly closer to the to the, the horse's withers if you want or closer to the pommel of your saddle now slightly was a key word in that sentence <laughs> okay people do this and you see them lying on their horse's neck no 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 slightly but being able then to maintain that keeping the weight down into your heel keeping your bum just hovering above the saddle and, and as i said you're kind of up and back with your bum and in doing so you've folded down through your upper body slightly um, and then being able to maintain that as you walk trot canter and halt if you want okay and um, you will find that you are again going to strengthen that lower leg and in doing so you're also going to feel that weight into your heel really important so many riders have challenges going over jumps they'll jump okay and, and and they'll say and i've heard this quite recently actually inside of um one of my groups um my lower leg keeps flying backwards or, or swinging backwards flying backwards <laughs> swinging backwards when i jump what can i do yeah practice keeping your heels down what's happening in that situation is the rider is either doing two things they're throwing themselves forward on the horse's neck and they're using their hands to balance on the crest of the horse's neck or they are gripping with their knees and they're pivoting on their knee and therefore their lower legs coming back your knees are not for gripping with and if you are using your knees to grip with that's probably why your heels can't stay down so just prepare to kind of come up against that notice it and this is why i'm saying do these exercises on the ground first um and on the ground i mean not over poles or jumps um but you're on your horse's back of course but on the flat maybe that's a better way to say it um first and then from there begin to notice that now the final thing you can do is if you are currently grounded that you're not riding you can find yourself a step again keep your knee over your toe and you can just allow then and and put position your foot on the step where you would the stirrup barn and then just allow the weight to drop down into your heel but what in doing so keeping your knee over your toe okay so maintaining your alignment while you're doing it and just allow the weight and you'll feel that movement through the ankle joint and I feel that it's really important to 
almost play with the amount of movement that you're getting through your ankle joint play with the the angle and the degree of how much of your foot is in the stirrup play with how that's going to affect it play with how and you'll notice then that we just spoke about light seats so you'll notice where your seat is will have an impact on it what your upper body is doing will have an impact on it your knees like we just said will have an impact on it but i can tell you now if you can get that the weight is in your heels okay and you don't have to think about it and this is really important this is not something you need to think about every single ride this is definitely something that needs to go onto autopilot but in the right way okay but if you can do that you are going to find that you're far more secure in the saddle and that falling off for just nothing <laughs> do you remember those days where you just like you just it feels like you're spending more time on the ground than you are on the horse okay that's going to stop because you are actually able to now begin taking control over your own balance over your own security and doing it in a way that complements your aids because your lower leg is right and everything okay doing it in a way that then allows you to really and truly become independent in your aids and in your conversation with your horse as well okay i'm hosting a free live webinar this week I'd love you to join me. It's a live training. Um, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar and you can sign up there. It's all about three keys to confidently and regularly getting back in the saddle if you've been on a break. Um, I would love to share those with you and to help you if you're interested in getting back to regular riding, well, help you make that a reality for you and your horse. Okay, have a great week. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye. Thank you.